You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast with Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Whether you're looking to laugh or looking for advice and inspiration, we're so glad you're here. What's up, girl? What's up? I feel like we haven't caught up in a second. I know. I feel like I haven't had an actual conversation with you in like four years. <laughs> okay, guys, this is what happens. Like Krista and I, whenever we see each other, we're just freaking in work, almost 30 nation mode, which is what we love to do. 100% of the time. But sometimes I'm like, wait, how you doing? Like when your brother came <laughs> over to detail my car and he told me about your dating life, I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's going on? Like he told me everything. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know any of this. Yeah. No, I mean, but we don't even think about it because we're just always yeah. kind of busy with our stuff. But we crave the ketchup. So we brought it to the stewed. So we brought it to the stewed. You guys are going to get in on the ketchup. Oh, the ketchup. I don't even know where to start. I feel like I've been a hundred places since we... I know. You've been traveling so, so much. Yeah. And you've had like 85 weddings. Yeah. I had a divorces. wedding this past Just weekend. In, what'd you say? I said a couple divorces. I, there have been no divorces. Actually, we were talking about that with my friends. That some of the, the first wave of people are kind of like getting divorced. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Weird. Crazy. Yeah, you deserve it. Yeah. Got married young. Fuck you. Yeah. Losers. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm a child of divorce. (laughs) (laughs) My parents will never understand. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I was at a wedding last weekend in Lake Geneva, which is so Midwest. It was stunning. That was crazy. It was so beautiful. But this is like one thing I will say about the wedding. I obviously have never had a wedding myself, but like... Shout out to this wedding because literally she did whatever the fuck she wanted and mm. you need to do whatever you want for your wedding. If you don't want to fucking do the garter thing where the husband reaches up your dress and pulls down a dumbass garter, then you don't need to do it. Yo, but if you vomit. want to, then fucking do it. Like rock it and do it amazing, but don't do anything that you don't want to do at your wedding. You don't want to cut the cake. She didn't cut the cake. She wanted to have her own vows. They did their own vows. They were amazing. Literally cut all the bullshit and the fat from weddings from this and had just a wedding that was like everything that she wanted. It That's was amazing. Amazing. I'm going to take away all the like boxes I need to need, quote unquote, to check when I get married. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like that gifting thing where it's like... Which one? Sorry, the for the anniversaries after you get married, that like paper and then gold Wait, and all that what is shit. That? I don't know that. Oh yeah, first year you get like paper. From who? Your, your like husband or wife. Mm. Yeah. Second year you get like, you know, something stone. I don't know. A I'm paper? Like, but like... So like maybe it's a paper mache crane. I don't fucking know. Hopefully. But like, I could only <laughs> hope. But it 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 gives me the heebie jeebs. I'm like, what do you mean I have to find something stone? Literally. It's something gold. Like what? No. Yeah, or like something blue. Remember you have to like yeah, put something, something blue. blue. Like this is my something blue. You know, like no hate. Like honestly, if you yeah, no if you did your wedding and you did the garter, the did the did the you know, bouquet throw and everything like that. Fucking, I love that. But if you don't want to do it, then don't fucking do it because mm-hmm. your mom wants you to do it or because you feel like you have to do it. Don't get married in a church if you feel like, you know, you don't want to get married in a church. Like, it's literally about you and make it about you. I love that. Yeah. So that was amazing. And then Chicago was good. What made it so Midwest? You said Just like Geneva. Like, there was just like little American flags everywhere at all the stores. Mm. Like... 
it was pretty hard to get vegan meals. Like eating vegan mm. was kind of like out there. You need to write a book about that. I've literally had a lot of conversations about the veganism lately and it's kind of like my hell actually. I really don't want to talk about being vegan at all, ever. I know you don't, but it's like, it's so interesting that like the middle of America hasn't really caught on mm-hmm. to being a little bit trendy in that way. Not that it's trendy, but kind of like, yeah. you know what I mean? To, I feel you. Just to like provide a little bit more variety. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess. A hundred percent. Cows everywhere. And like, it was like at a client dinner. I was at a client dinner in San Fran and this is like, I decided my like number one pet peeve. And I think I was telling you, maybe mm-hmm. I was telling you about this, but I had a huge lunch. First of all, I had this like giant piece of like sourdough toast. Like when was the last time I ate a fucking like block of sourdough bread? It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I had a huge lunch, whatever. So the lunch was late. Dinner was at five. I was at a client dinner and I d- wasn't hungry. Like zero percent. I had a massive lunch and the lady, our client kept commenting on it. Like how I was eating only a salad for dinner. You're a bird. Yeah. She's like, oh, you really don't eat, do you? You know, like you must not eat. Like I just like that is actually my number one pet peeve. Like don't it don't comment on what other people are doing with their food. You don't know what their story is. You don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Mm. Maybe they want to lose weight. Maybe they don't want to lose weight. Maybe they're not fucking hungry. But like, I hate the health shaming. I definitely think there's like a fat shaming and like, you know, a shaming of people that aren't the ideal body image or the ideal body type for sure. Like I completely believe that and stand behind it and think that there should be awareness around it. But there's also a shaming when people want to be healthy. Absolutely. I find it in the fitness world all the fucking time. Yeah. It's like, well, you work out like what? Eight hours a day so you don't have to worry. Literally. So true. (laughs) I'm like, well... I have to worry about other things because of yeah, that. Yeah, I'm actually, I have adrenal fatigue. My voice is shit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm inflamed and swollen. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, literally. <laughs> I, I understand and I hear them. Like, I'm, I'm never going to be like complaining about mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But I think the shaming thing is, is a real thing because people are... It's like, let people do what they want to do. Exactly. If they want to not drink, let them not drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't be a bore. Just have fun. <laughs> Come on, just let loose. People are always like, just let loose. Oh, you're not drinking? Yeah, they're just like, just let loose. Like, be bad. Like, have some turkey. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not going to be bad and have a turkey sandwich. Like, I'm literally going to be bad and like... Bad to them is like, oh, I'm going to... Like, it's fat. It's like, no, bad. uh, It's bad to us because there are fucking chemicals. Yeah. And I don't want to... I don't want to get cancer from telling me at all. Thank you. Literally. Or just like (laughs) let people, like if they are actually, you know, say, say I am eating a salad, not because I'm literally want to puke because I ate two hours before, but because I am trying to lose weight. Like, yeah, just let people do what they want to do and like, don't comment on it. I know that's a projection of other people's insecurities, but that is like my number one. Mm. Cause I just hate that Mm -hmm. like competitive thing where it's like, I'm watching what you're eating. Like, what are you eating? Yeah. You know, I'm only going to eat if you're eating, but if you're not eating, it's making me mad because I'm eating a lot. You know, like I, I'm eating a lot of being bad tonight and she's not being bad and it's making me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. My hell. I've actually been trying to think oh, yeah. of my pet peeves and write them down. Because I want to be a person that's like, I'm positive, obviously, but I want to be a person that's like, these are my pet peeves and there are three of them and I know what they are. Yeah. But I don't know them. I don't know what my pet peeves are. I think there are like certain specific things with specific people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if like someone, one person does something, says something in a certain way, I'm pissed off. But then if another person mm-hmm. says it in the same way, I'm like not. So I don't know. Totally. Mine's very specific. 
We're thinking of our pet peeves. Yeah, I know. Maybe it's like <laughs> when you like hold the door open for someone and they go through it instead of like holding the door open for you. Have you had that happen? Or, or oh, like yeah. you hold open the door and like they don't say anything to you and they just kind of completely go through it. When they it. don't say thank you, I get yeah, pissed Thank off. you. Yeah, I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes I'll give a, you're welcome. Yeah. Literally. And then I'm like, I'm a dickhead. It's like, I didn't do this like, today. Didn't ask, you're welcome. They didn't ask me to open it. it literally. I was, like I should it's probably, a Midwest thing, holding that door. I should probably do it without expecting anything in return. I completely. So traveling a bit, off my sketch. I haven't been doing anything good for my body or my health. Well, except I for think like, you have been. I pack some shit. Like normally when I travel, I'll pack shake mix and I'll make shakes everywhere I go in the morning, stuff like that. But, but you were saying that you like kind of took some time off and like was resting and it felt really oh, good. Oh yeah, it didn't work out for like a week. Yeah. Guys, I highly recommend that. That was amazing. I didn't work out for a full week. I forget where I was during that time. I forget I'm not sure. Too. Maybe Nashville and Cincinnati. I think I was in Cincinnati and in Nashville at that time. Um, but I was traveling a bit and I just didn't work out. And it was rad. Like felt great. Felt actually depuffed. Felt like mm. I was less swollen. Felt like my body needed that break and just kind of like gave it to it. It was amazing. I love that. You should do it. I need it. I know. I would love it. I wish you could do that. I wish I could Like too. honestly. <laughs> oh, and when I was in, um, I went to Dry Bar. I don't know if you got, have you been to Dry Bar? Yeah. Did you like it? I like it. Three out of 10 times. Tell me more. Uh, I liked it the last time I went. I had a wedding in New York and you I did. went and they did a great job. What'd you get done? Um, the Mai Tai? The, the Mai Tai. Is that like the beach waves? Yeah, I don't even know. I just get like beach waves. Love that. I'm like, look at me. Okay. Yeah. I only get the beach waves. I'm um, from LA. Literally. I only get beach waves. <laughs> Such a little bitch. <laughs> but usually they put, it's either too, like the curls are too tight and they're too done and there's like little volume and too much product so it just weighs my hair down but I like they use like mad full products. fucking blowout like I need the volume in the blowout yeah. not in the curling iron like so I need like from the root to the tip yep volume yep cause then it'll fall a little bit so yeah 3 out of 10 times I get a a good one there. They use so much product. So much. I'm it like, smells amazing. Yo, if you're sleeping with someone that night, yo, they're going to fall in love all with weekend, you. All weekend, Justin was like, you smell so good for once. <laughs> Literally for once. He goes, for once. You smell so good right now. What is going on? He was so confused that I actually smelled good. Literally. Like, they'll fall in Normally, love with like, you. Normally, it's like, you smell like veggie farts. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, I've been farting all day. Just kidding. <laughs> but I got like this um, crown, that flower crown. Or no, no, I didn't get a flower crown. I got a braid crown, it which was like- stunning. Um, I liked it. It was kind of whack. Like, I thought it was It cool. was like some, I'd look at myself one moment and be like, yo, you're cool. And then the next moment I'd be like, you're so whack. <laughs> like I looked like, just like, I was like real extra. My outfit was kind of crazy. I had a crown. I was just really extra. I thought like it looked like the braid wasn't a part of your hair. Yeah, it looked like it was fake. Yeah, because it was so thick and beautiful because your hair is so thick and beautiful. Yeah. And it was like, it. yeah, it looked it, like just it looked a, like a it was piece. attached. It looked like a fucking And like weave. all the guys would be like, whoa, that's like your hair. Tripping me As a guy, do, they, you know, do yeah, not. get it. No comprende the hair. <laughs> um, but other than that, it was like, it was a good experience. I would, I would definitely do it again. Yeah. You know. No, I mean, it's so nice to get your hair washed. And yeah, I hadn't washed it in whatever. weeks. Like, that's why I go. Yeah. To get my hair brushed out and mm, washed because I'm an animal. I same. I literally hadn't washed my hair. I had like a dreadlock. I felt bad for her. She was like trying to work through it. Yeah, I'm it like, takes like 20 girl. minutes. Literally. Sorry. 20 minutes. Wait, what's been going on with you? Any dates? No, so I 
Did we talk about my, the college dude? I don't know. I guess I could talk about it. Sup, college dude, if you're listening. Sup, college dude. <laughs> um, doubtful. I feel like I lost him after like two episodes. Fuck. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, by chance, a guy I went to college with was in town for a month in between business school and his job in the summer. And oh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear that? And uh, Sorry. Anyway, it was just really fun because we had known each other for a while. Mm-hmm. I was dating someone during college. He was dating someone during college. Didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh, you're hot from afar, but like would never even. I know exactly what you mean. Whatever. Yep. We're like, cool. Yeah. So he was in town and we had like a couple fun nights. Like we went out and had dinner into like bar hopping until mm-hmm. like five in the morning. You can't do that in LA. It was I don't know what we were doing. I was going to say, two. it's like, where were you? We were doing things. I don't know. I literally felt like a Venice, doing like things. mermaid, like bouncing around, not knowing yeah, what was going open? on. Yeah, what's open? Nothing. Literally don't Walk know. House? We were probably like I in a random house. Um, so yeah, it was just really fun. And it was kind of nice because I felt like I knew him. So I was, I'm usually completely myself, but mm-hmm. for someone to like see me and like not have to compute me, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like comprehend who I am. Like yeah. he kind of already knows. Totally. In a way. So there was no disconnect there. And yeah, it was nice. I mean, he's in New York. So like, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we saw each other when I was in New York and it was yeah. really fun. And and that was nice. But like, bye, I'm back to LA. See no. Ya. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's such a bummer. He saw him in La La Land. When um, there's like a distance thing. Yeah. But I'm like grateful for like the time we spent. Yeah. And now he's dead. Just kidding. He's alive. Yeah. But anyway. So <laughs> then he moved to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. But it was cool. It like filled me up for a sec because we like got to just connect in more than just like a physical way too. So it was cool. Love that. Um, that was boring. Sorry. Was no. that boring? I don't know. What don't do you want to know? I can make that spicy. What the fuck do you want to know? I don't know how I can make that spicy. Probably with our Let's Talk About Sex event coming up. <laughs> Just kidding. Wait, can I tell you? Okay, so our new sponsor, Unbound Box, right? Yeah. So we ordered our oh, boxes. Did you get your box? Yeah, so I um, ordered it and sent it to SoulCycle because like, I've been having issues with, um, oh my God. with packages at my place because sometimes they don't know the code. Yeah. And um, so... I get a FaceTime from the manager at SoulCycle. I'm like, what's Kath, what is she, what's she calling me for, oh, right? Fuck. And she's like, hey, Lens. I'm like, hey, guys, what's up? It's like a group of them, right? Like calling me up. And they're like, hey, just got a package. I was like, oh, cool. And in my head, I was like, oh, it's Unbound Box. And it's a and di- it's like, and it's like, like a, a dildo dis- vibrating. It's like a discreet <laughs> box, right? I was going to say, you can't tell. Yes, yeah, discreet, but the bitch has opened it. <gasps> But it's fine. Like, I don't care. That's kind of rude. Because they, they opened it thinking like, oh, thinking like what? what? It's like cookies? Like, what is it for us too? I don't know. So they opened it and they're, <gasps> there's in the FaceTime window, they're swinging the silicone um, handcuffs. 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 Oh, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I go, hey guys. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> I was like, that is my box. And you're like, um, put those back. They're like, we kind of assumed it was for your podcast, but like, what? And I was like, yeah, I ordered the vacation box. If you want to take a look, there's loops and and uh, aphrodisiacs, like fucking whatever. And um, it's actually an amazing box. I got a dope vibrator. You did? Yeah, it's awesome. What kind is it? It's like a little... Um, 
What's it called? High jive? What is it called? Like a little squid. It looks like a finger. I was like, oh, this is creative. Ew. It's a, no. It's like a man's finger. A squid squid is even more weird. A man's finger is kind of weird though. Did I say a man's finger? No, I said that. (laughs) But it's kind of just this little, little whoop whoop. And, um, it has like 85 settings. No, just kidding. It's like eight settings. It plays music. (laughs) Actually, you know what? On Real Housewives of Atlanta, the one girl, Candy, made a dildo that plays music. You can, of course, she would. You can attach it to like your music, and like it can like fuck you to like to no scrub. Yeah, to like Lil Wayne. Damn, there's this vibrator. I was talking to this guy, God, and um, at the bungalow, of course, of all places. When I was there, where everybody talk about vibrators and dildos, and he's like, yeah, I uh. And he's like shaking his head. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, this girl, it was like freaky. He, she like took me to the sex shop and like, I just, I like spent like $500 and uh, I got the, he's I like, got, and I, then uh, she went home and we never hooked up. I got the clip on uh, vibrator that you can control from your phone. So I could be like at work controlling the pleasure. I was like, yeah, oh, what? And she's literally chilling and like texting her friends and literally. like, and like she's acting like, like, like she's vibrating. Watch, yeah, literally. Literally acting like 99% of girls that receive dick pics send it to your friends. So FYI. Yeah, FYI. I've actually never had a friend send me a dick pic that they've received. So thank you. But mm, every, and, and, and 99% of girls that are sexting you are chilling. Yeah. And not touching themselves. Touching themselves. <laughs> literally watching Bachelorette. My fingers on my yeah, clit. like <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of you, and also making spaghetti squash. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, um, that went every which way in three minutes. But yeah, yeah so R.I.P. Uh, college, dude. Yeah, R.I.P. You're dead to us. So I have a Fuck vibrator, you, and I'm good. I don't need. Yeah, literally, dudes, man. that's where that that ended. I actually yesterday got hit on at Irwan. This dude was like, "What nationality are you?" What kind of I'm fucking always wondering that about that. you. <laughs> I, you know what it is? Is every dude is thinks I'm Swedish because I have blonde hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know. My dad says I'm 100% American. What do you think I am? He's like, Swedish. I'm like, I'm not. And he's like, oh, well, I'm Jewish and I'm Israeli. I'm sorry. Is he? How old is he? Literally. I, 60? Yeah. Oh my God. He wasn't too. And I'm like, why are you telling me about your nationality? I'm just trying to get to the bathroom. And then he like, is like, he walks in the bathroom. We like cut and he comes out and he like shakes my hand as soon as he walks out of the bathroom and is like, introduces guys, himself. Erwan. Erwan. Don't piss and then shake my hand. People are smoking some shit at Erwan. We smoking love it. Smoking some shit. But we always meet the weirdest people. The weirdest. I was in there today. That's like very LA. So LA. I was in there today and someone shouts from across Erwan, like across the room. Oh, Lindsay. And I was like, oh my God. Oh God. Like I literally want to crawl inside my fucking like cart. Um, and he's like, hey, it's James. I was like, I don't know. Oh, God. So I was like, oh, shit. So I see him, and he's waving big. And I was like, okay. I was like, hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I go up closer to him. He goes in for the cheek kiss. Mm. So I was like, oh, so we've met before. Yeah. If you're cheek kissing me. That's true. And he's wearing kind of like a suit, sort of, like a sweater underneath. And I was like, hey. In LA in the summer? Literally. Thank you for that point. Question mark. And... 
I was like, hey. And I was like fucking tired a little, like just in my zone, like don't really want to talk to anyone, but I'm like trying to be friendly. So my face is probably showing it. And I was like, hey, I was like, what are you up to? I don't know what you do. I don't know what yeah, your like, last name is. Hey. And he's like, he's like, oh um, yeah, just finished. I was giving a TED talk and then uh, lost me. Did you, what'd you say? Oh, I did not comment on that. That's my favorite thing to do. Is not comment on people. Because what, what he want wanted me to. me to do was shut up. When oh, is it going to be out? My God. You did a TED talk. Did you do a TED talk on empowerment and time management? Like, is everyone doing TED talks? Everyone's now? doing TED talks. Now, okay, because I was like, wait, what are you? I know I feel. Okay. Should we do, do a TED talk? Oh, you want to do a TED talk? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna come out there. We're gonna go. Hey guys. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> come on, get real. We're gonna show you all the things. We're going to have like, like a slideshow and vibrators. Literally, I have a slideshow of like stick figures. So yeah, I was like, okay, cool. And like, I don't know. He was on, he looked like he was on something. He was a little like loop-a-doop. Damn. He's like, yeah, man. Like, he's like, I can't wait to see you again. I was like, yep. Oh, me either. Did you get his last name? Nope. I don't know. Oh, she was James Higa. Higa. Oh, James. Shout out James Higa. Shout out James Higa. Oh, Angel from heaven. Angel from heaven. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Because I have so much to say. We should do an episode about James Yeah, Haga. we should, actually. James, would you want to be on the podcast? Please be on the podcast. I loved when he was talking about how one of his favorite episodes was when we had the caller whose boyfriend was like- A murderer. A murderer. No, it was the, uh, it was the Tinder date. Tinder date. And she wasn't sure if he, he murdered his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, because she was dead. Like buried her in the Colorado mountains or yes. something. That was his favorite episode. Shout yes. out, James. James, we want you on the podcast. We so want you on the podcast. Have your people call our people. Also, I wanted to talk to you. Have you, did you hear about the artificial intelligence thing with Facebook? No. Yo, crazy. AI? Yes. Great job. Thank you. (laughs) I read a book this week, guys. Yeah. Sometimes I know stuff. Um, So Facebook has been working hard on um, their artificial intelligence space, like robots, blah, blah. So basically they made these AI computers, machines. Do you remember? Yeah, I saw a little thing That started talking to Mm -hmm. themselves. And they like were like, okay, they're not working. They're talking in some weird, they're saying weird stuff. Basically, they were talking to each other. And that you're even like cursing to each other. And they created their own fucking language. What the shit? That is crazy. So they just shut them down? They, they shut, shut them down. They shot they, them? The red, they hit the red button. They hit the red fucking button. Scary, isn't it? Did Zuckerberg like shit himself? Zuckerberg like shut shit down. How crazy is that? I was, so hopefully we're trying to figure out what they were saying to each other in the language. You know, hopefully we can figure out to decode the language. But I want to know like what the evolution of that was. Like, how do you get them? Like, what are you doing? Are you teaching them stuff in the computer? Like, is it a computer that you're teaching things and you're like educating and then it just educates itself? Like, how are you making it so smart? I don't understand. I would think you have, have control over everything. Do you know what I mean? Like there has to be a human behind the capacity. Yeah, you like think it would have a limit, but I don't know. A limit or, yeah. Is that crazy? I've actually been on an aliens kick lately. It's been really fucking cool. Have you seen any? One of my goals, no, actually, hold on. One of my Mm. goals is to, in this lifetime, is for us to communicate with aliens regularly. Mm. Because I think that they're around and what was it? For every pebble of sand, there's like a universe that looks exactly like ours. And there was a documentary I watched recently um, about aliens and that said that they come and visit Earth all the time and that they're actually scared of us and they think that we're violent and they're like light years ahead of us, like smartness wise. And they really want to help us. 
Really? Yeah. Because they see that we're like destroying the earth, basically. And they don't think we're going to survive. Is that crazy? So they go back to their own planet and they... They come in, they like talk to us. They really want to try and communicate and like help make things better. But really, they think that we're really dangerous. So they actually, most aliens in other places, this is what they say, Mm -hmm. try and avoid Earth because they think we're dangerous. Wow. I'm like, totally. I want that to be my friend. I know me too. I do too. But then like, I literally was thinking, I'm like, I I was kind of thinking, I'm like, oh, I want you guys to be my friend. But then like, I lose all my friends because they think I'm insane. And they talk telepathically. So they just think. So if like an alien came to you, it would be like, you'd be talking to yourself in your head, but it's an alien talking to you telepathically. So you'd be communicating with them without saying words. Can you see them? Yeah. Sometimes you people see them and they're like three feet tall and they actually look like what the cartoons look like. They're really, really thin, have the big eyes and the big and the big heads. Hey, almost 30 nation. You still with us? Yeah, literally. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just catching you guys up on the latest, the latest and greatest hot goss. Alien 30 nation. Yeah. Um, No, I, Hey, listen, I feel more connected to like Aliens. my weird self and my creativity uh-huh. and my everything when I am like fully immersed in the belief of like another world, 100%. another planet. Like I just, that inspires me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It like freaks me out, but at the same time it inspires me. For sure. I'm like there's something greater than me so I don't have to worry about like the fucking small shit. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun to, to try and communicate. I do too. It's like, why not? Is it like spirit kind of? I don't know. That's do you what, know? That's where I wonder. I'm like, so what's the deal? If there's aliens and then there's also ghosts, like, do they know each other? Like, what's, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's like, that's kind of like the weird stuff, like ghosts and demons and spirits. And then there's also aliens. Isn't that weird to think that there's both? That is weird. Because they're like different worlds almost. Mm-hmm. I would just think that like with all of the technology now and the, you know, cameras everywhere and AI, like, mm. wouldn't they s- see them? Well, I think that they're due, but we're keeping it, like, under wraps because I think that people would freak the fuck out. Oh. People would freak the fuck out if they knew they were aliens. And I believe that. Mm. You know, like, I think we there's tons of actually, and that's in the movie, the documentary on Netflix, I forget what it's called, which is terrible, but um, they have so much research and so much information that supports it. it. Yeah, it's cool. We watched it and then Justin fell asleep. Like a loser. <laughs> I can never get Dill to like, Dill's my brother. Dylan. Dilly. Dill, Dill. So like, I'm like, hey, dude. I'm like texting him earlier in the day. I'm like, you want to watch a TV show? Or like a, yeah. like on Netflix. We just yeah. have Apple TV. I'm like, let's watch like a show or like a special or like a documentary. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like won't show up. Or Damn like, it. Or he'll just be like, yeah, I'm pretty tired. I have like some stuff to do. I'm like... All right, man. You're like, it's just me again. I'm like, man, I really need a boyfriend. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and you're like, Dylan, I made popcorn. Please come over. That's so damn true. I know. BF it's Dill. okay. He's leaving. It, he's going to school. Everyone, almost every nation, he got into college. Fuck yeah. Out here, he's transferring uh, to Westmont in Santa Barbara. So, so proud of Dylan. So proud of him. So proud. We've had the best summer. It's been really fun. I'm really fucking ready to live by myself again. Love mm-hmm. you, Dill, but you know how I feel. It's fine. Yeah. I'm just like a loner and I like to be by myself and I thrive there. But it's been really, really fun to get to know my brother now that he's like an adult. Because mm-hmm. we're always so far That's in age. True. I just knew him as like a young little tyke yeah. running around with his hiney out, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
now it's really nice to like connect. And he gives me like boy advice sometimes. Oh. Yeah. He's like, Lynn, you're thinking too much. Always. Like, Thank you. I think if that's the advice that boys have for women, it's you're thinking too much. Yeah. He's like, yo, we're not thinking about that. I was like, all I right, agree. well, you should think about I it. I agree. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times the advice like that I have is that I feel like people that a lot of girls that I know don't communicate what they're thinking mm-hmm. and don't really give guys the opportunity to like react to what they're thinking. Sure. You know, I'm always like, does he know you how you feel? Mm-hmm. Like you always need to let them know how you feel because guys don't know. Yeah, at this point, as I get older, I don't give a fuck to as to how they're going to react. Yeah. Because I think my initial reaction is like, oh, I'm too much or I'm, oh, I'm too emotional or oh, I'm too like, or I like them. So that's yeah. too much this early on, right? Yeah. Oh, I should probably like not A little say extra. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Thanks still for being my sounding board. Do you want to answer a question? Yeah, let's answer a question from the group. So we hit up the group. Said, what's up? What's up, ladies? Almost 30, secret Facebook group. If you're not in it, join it. You just search us, secret almost 30 podcast group, and we will accept you. Yeah, we talk about like periods and tampons. Yeah, we're just talking about the gross girl shit. Yeah, we just talk about girl shit. It's so fun. (laughs) All right. Almost 30 nation. Okay. There's a lot of questions actually that people had about our morning routine. So we could talk about that, go into Mm -hmm. detail about our morning routine. Okay, so I'll try and be um, super specific about my morning routine, um, and you can too, Tim Ferriss style. So for me, I get up at 5.30 or 6 a.m. most days. So this is, I'm just going to say my routine when I'm home, like in LA, not when I'm traveling. I get up at 5.30 or 6. Right when I get up, I put my hand over my heart and I say, thank you. And I think of a few things that I'm thankful for. Justin next to me, my health, you know, the ability to live another day, that kind of thing. It can be very simple. And then I'll get up out of bed, go to the bathroom, and then I'll go to the kitchen and chug some water. I usually keep my phone in the living room. So I don't keep my phone in the bedroom. Just don't want the the lights or the EMF frequency or anything like that when I'm sleeping. I'll go chug water. Chugging water is super important. It helps flush your digestive system. It helps get everything moving. You're actually really dehydrated in the morning. So that really helps get everything settled. And then sometimes I'm hungry. So the drinking of the water help satisfy that because I really think that I'm dehydrated. So make sure to drink tons and tons of water in the morning. It will help set you through the day. Lindsay's grabbing her water because I'm talking about drinking water. (laughs) So having the water is key. If I can have lemon, like lemon juice in it, I will have lemon juice in it, which is a really good detoxifier to help stimulate your metabolism, all that kind of stuff. After the water, I will foam roll for like 10 minutes. I love foam rolling in the morning, helps get my body moving, helps break up any sore, tight muscles, helps release the fascia. I have a blog post on 100 blog about foam rolling, so you can Google that shit. And then after the foam roll, then if I'm being good, I'll write in my gratitude journal and I'll literally just like scribble. Like you can't actually read it if you looked at my gratitude journal. I'll scribble like things I'm grateful for. You know, the podcast, Almost 30 Nation, that kind of stuff I'll write in there. And then I will meditate. So I'll sit down Indian style with two crystals in my palms. I'll have whatever crystals I'm feeling that day. Um, Citrine is a favorite. Shungite or amethyst, any crystals. And I'll put those on my palm. 
and then meditate or visualize for 10 minutes. And after that, I will head out the door to work out. So lately I've been doing Pure Bar actually. I don't love it by any stretch. I I can't explain it. I don't love it, but I think it really works. And I think it is great for toning and stretching and lengthening. So I feel it every time I'm in the class. Like I feel my muscles working. My muscles are exhausted. And I love that it's like just focused on strength training and not really as much cardio. So I think that's really nice. I've been trying to focus on having strength training in the morning. So in the morning, your cortisol levels are at their highest. This is what Kelly Levesque says, makes you bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. So in the morning, I try not to do any intense interval training or cardio because I don't want to spike my cortisol levels any higher than what they are. I want to keep them managed. So I try and do strength training in the morning. Um, So this helps with the surge of human growth hormone that you have when you are doing fasted workouts. And human growth hormone is the youth hormone. So it keeps you looking and feeling young. So by not having breakfast before my workout and then by strength training, I am increasing my human growth hormone in my body, which keeps me looking and feeling almost 20. So I do that. And then hopefully I usually try and walk to my workout class. I'll walk there and walk back if I'm um, working from home. And then on my way there, I'll be doing on my phone, like the walk is like a mile. On my way there, I'll do all my phone shit. So I'll post on Instagram. I'll respond to comments on Instagram. I'll respond to texts from the night before or emails from the night before. And I'll kind of use that as like my business on my phone time because I think that we can get sucked into spending hours on our phones. Um, So for me, having that time when I'm doing something productive, I'm walking, I'm going somewhere and I could do the kind of stuff on my phone makes me feel better than just like sitting on my couch doing it. Um, So I'll make that phone time. And then on the way back from my workout, I'll again make that phone time, responding to texts, doing anything I need to do. And then once I get back around 8.30, usually I am getting prepared to start my day. So I work a nine to five. um, So I will start my day at 9 a.m. And I'll be back at my desks with my water. I'll try to just hydrate and drink anything. And then I will um, have breakfast or my first meal around 10 a.m. So I've been trying to do intermittent fasting, eating at 10 and 4. And that's having me feeling really energized and really good. And yeah, I think that's it. And from 9 a.m., I'll usually do like, I'll check my emails, do kind of all the responsive and stuff, like clearing everything out that I can from every email address that I have, 100, almost 30, my work email, my personal email, everything like that. And then my day kind of really gets started doing like work around 10. Damn girl. Mm -hmm. Krista has like a full day before she starts her day. I do, literally. Which I love. I love it too. I love it. Because it's for you during that time. So it's like, I think to do all of that for yourself before you start your nine to five is everything. Everything. Because I think people, a lot of people will just kind of wake up when they need to Uh in order to get to work on time and start that. So it's it's like very like, okay, I'm here. I have to be at work. So I'm going to get up at 7.15, leave by 7.30, you know, like kind of like rush that and just like, not, yeah. Yeah. I try and get in as much as I can. I love that. I've been trying to start my day the night before. Good one. Probably not what you think, but like I, my days are different every day, mm-hmm. which is both exciting and insanely annoying yeah. sometimes. 
like today, I um, have been going since 6.30 in the morning, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like it was very planned out. But what I did last night was do hour by hour. So I wrote it down. So it didn't overwhelm me. Love that. So I didn't have to, and it's like simple, but so I didn't have to go into my calendar like every hour and be like, okay, what's next? It's just like, I just wanted to see, okay, so from 7.15 to 8.15. Okay. And, and once you write out your, your definites, your meetings, your class, my classes that I have to teach the, you know, the podcast we were on today, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, I'll find little windows in between. So the in-betweens, I'll put, okay, this is when you're going to respond to emails. Yep. This is when you are going to do X, Y, Z. And it helps me to not stress because I, and you said it the other day, you're like, it's really hard because you're never in one place for more than an hour. Yeah. Which most days that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it won't be like that forever, but I'm trying to find those little windows and like be and sit and and be really productive in those windows. For me taking, I, I don't nap, you know what I mean? I'm not one to like nap in between stuff. So if I can be really efficient and get some stuff done, I'm going to be feel amazing by the end of the day and mm-hmm. I will be tired. I'll get to bed on time, whatever, early. So yeah, it starts the night before. I'm going to, I do my schedule and then I do, um, and I got this from Danica Brysha when she does her like three things she's going to get done in the day. That's a good one. Yep. So like whether it's, you know, um, go to the mailing store and mail these things or um, call mom, catch up with mom and whatever and go to the grocery store. So three things, no more than three. I try to keep it to three um, or else I get a little bit overwhelmed. And then I try to get to bed early, but getting up earlier, I'm, I've been trying to get up at least an hour and a half before I have to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm usually teaching in the morning. So I get up and um, I go outside. So I'll go out onto my balcony and uh, just sit. Love and that. whether I feel like meditating, I'll meditate. And if I don't feel like it, I'll usually just like sit and breathe. There's like a little birds that I talk to and they talk to me. Oh my God, this morning, Justin was so cute. I was like, bye, like going to my workout. And he's like, what is that little bird outside? There was like a little bird that was making a noise. That was like all he said. He's like, what's that little bird outside? I was like, I don't know. He's like, that's a cute little bird. (laughs) Oh my God. He's so so cute. It was like 6 a.m. He's like, that's a cute little bird. (laughs) I'm like, I know, dude. Literally, they're like my friends. They wake me up. I love them. I love birds chirping. Birds chirping is life. It's everything. Oh my gosh, really quick. We had a cockroach in our apartment. It's okay, everyone. I had one in my We had one and like, I was like, oh, what are we going to do with it? You know, like, so I was like, okay, I'm going to put it under a glass. So I put it under a glass for like the night. I'm like, oh, I feel so guilty. Like, I feel guilty. going like... No, I thank God I didn't hear it. But I felt so guilty. I'm like, oh, I feel so guilty. So the next day I came back. I'm like, oh, it's still there. I shouldn't make it suffer. I'm like, I've been making it suffer. Like, I'm, Yo, they live through fucking radioactive fucking live attacks. everything. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it out of the glass. So I put like a sheet of paper underneath it, got it out of the glass, and then it like crawled out from under the glass. So it's on the paper in my hand. So I freak out and I drop the glass in the toilet and it smashes. There's glass all over the toilet. And then the cockroach is running rogue. The cockroach is out and about. And I'm like, fuck this fucker. And he was like faking his death. Like I moved the glass a little bit, didn't move. Moved the glass a little bit, didn't move. I'm like, oh, he's dead. Just kidding, no. He's running around the apartment. So I'm chasing him with hairspray. I'm like, <laughs> finding it. And I'm like pulling him with hairspray. He's oh still, he's God. running rogue. He's like crazy. He's like, got it. He's moving. He's high now. He's high. And so I finally, I don't know how I got him. 
sprayed him with so much hairspray or something. And I just squished him with like a little toilet paper and threw it in the toilet. He, he uses the toilet paper as an island and sits on top of the fucking toilet That's paper. That's why they're going to be the last beings on earth. Literally. So he's chilling on top of this island of toilet paper in the toilet that's got glass in it. I'm like, oh, this fucker. I've just sprayed him with hairspray. I've tried to suffocate him. I'm he's literally, like, try it again, bitch. Literally, he's like chilling. <laughs> His like little things are going. So I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? So then I had to like take the toilet paper out. He's like underneath it and like move it. And then finally he's like swimming in the water. And I'm like, oh my God, I like have to pee so bad. So he's like kind of swimming in the water. So I like piss on him. (laughs) (laughs) And then he dies. And then he finally drowns like in my piss. And Justin's like, yo, wait, why is there glass in a cockroach and like your piss on the toilet? Wait, why didn't you flush it? Because I, okay, so then I'm like, how do I get this glass out and flush the cockroach down and get my piss out of there? So I had to like wait. I'm like, had to like get myself gloves and like get the glass out because I couldn't flush the glass. So there was like a glass cockroach piss stew in my toilet for like six hours. So fucking gross. Anyways, okay, back to Venice, man. Venice, man. (laughs) Cockroaches, man. Um, so yeah, I go outside and then um, I make my, whether, whatever it is. So it's either a smoothie or it's tea and um, whatever I'm having for breakfast, which is usually a, I do like cashew yogurt. Mm-hmm. With, health? No, this is- What's the other brand? Or Foragers. Foragers. So yeah, good. Foragers. Because I thought I was- inspired by you um, eating too many almond products. Yeah. So I just like, I'll do one week almond milk and I'll do one week cashew and yep. I'll like go back and forth. I actually, guys, I am found out I'm slightly allergic to almonds because I actually went through a period of my life where I literally was eating so much almonds. I was eating almond protein bars when Quest bars were big when, before I was vegan. And then I'd have almond milk all the time and then I would be eating almond butter. So I developed like a slight allergy. So I think mixing up your nuts is really important. So, I think so too. Don't have almond milk Every single day, all the time. Try mix it up with cashew milk or hemp milk's really good. Mm-hmm. They also make macadamia nut milk now or coconut milk. But try and just mix up all all your nuts because you don't want to be just having the same exact in your body all the time because your body's going to get inflamed and de- develop like an it could develop an allergy at some yeah. point if you have too much. Yeah, it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do that with like paleo granola and blueberries or whatever berry I have, and then I sit down and put on my meditation music and I do some work. Mm. So whether it's answering emails or doing some podcast stuff or music researching or whatever it is. Um, but the meditation music has been like a game changer. Love that. Be it? Um, I'll do be it or I'll do be it Simkin who was on the podcast. Uh, her voice is... It's insane. It's insane. Follow her on Instagram, guided by be it. Yeah. She'll sing to you. Yeah. In her it's stories. crazy. And she'll respond to you if you're like, oh, I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go on Pandora and I'll just type in meditation music and it's been amazing. It love just kind of creates this like really cool Oasis vibe in my apartment. I'm like, love oh, that. fuck. So I'll do my work and then I'll usually go to class. And, you know, in terms of like fueling throughout the day, it's not easy. I try my best. So I have um, bars that I love whether it's like a Primal Kitchen bar, collagen bar, or like a kind bar or um, fruit, nuts. I usually go to Whole Foods and I'll get like the mix of nuts, like Mm -hmm. the goldenberry nut mix or something like that. But I usually get my greens in for for lunch. So I'll go to like Erewhon or I'll go to Whole Foods and I'll pile on a big old salad. Mm -hmm. 
definitely need my greens like midday. I just need something like super clean because if I have like a yogurt in the morning, it's hearty and it fills me up and it's mm-hmm. good, but I kind of need like fasting greens midday. I don't know why. The fats thing I'm like addicted to. Me now. too, actually. It makes me feel, I am like energized to the nth degree. Makes you feel like a better person. It's crazy. Yeah. Whether it's avocado or the Primal Kitchen mayos and dressings, like yeah. I'm just feeling like, I don't know. Maybe it's mental too. I think it's the fat. I think it's the, um, there's blood sugar, the blood sugar Mm. stabilization. So when you're having less sugar and you're having more fat, your blood sugar is stabilized. Therefore your mood is better. You have more clarity. You have leveled energy. Yeah. I think it's, it's, I mean, it's been, it's changed. Because for me, I crave, since like I work out so much with soul, it's like I crave a little sweet and like um, something hydrating. So like grapes or like something like fruit and that really like spikes my blood sugar and I like drop and I'm so tired by 3 p.m. So anyway, so that's been amazing. Um, And then I'll probably, I usually teach at night. So it's revving up for that. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to incorporate at least two like self-care treats every week. So whether it's a massage, a now massage, yep. whether it's a manicure, um, pedicure, whether it's a facial, whether it's uh, just taking time to go on a walk, like anything like that, um, just incorporating at least two a week. I do my usual self-care, like little things during the day, but um, like treats. I'm mm-hmm. spending some money, honey, mm-hmm. on myself. Um, I think it's important. I want to feel, you know, beautiful and confident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just feel like a ragamuffin most of the time. Yeah. So if I got my lashes did and my nails done, I'm gonna feel good um, about I'm myself. Feel good. And then usually ending the day, uh, I cook. I cooking's my jam. So I will pop by Whole Foods and get just what I need for that dinner. You know, I don't mind going to the grocery store. I go every day. Mm. So I'll cook. I've been on like a noodle thing. So I'll cook any vegetable, make it into a noodle. And I've been doing that and doing either. Doing my noodles. Noodles with like pesto and and all that. We got the full day recap. Oh, did you? Oh, it was a morning routine. Uh, full, I'm an asshole. All right, we got later. the full day cap. I feel like your morning was my entire day. We got the full cap. <laughs> Thank you. No, everyone's gonna be like, "What is she?" <laughs> She's like, "When does she use her vibrator?" Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> "No, everyone's gonna be like, what is she, four what is in she the afternoon, eat? bitches? Yeah, four and in the motherfucking I, I afternoon. I finger blast myself in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm nasty today. Me nasty. Um. Anyway, sorry. What oh, do you do at night? What do I do at night? Yeah. What's your nights like? I mean, most nights I'm home by like seven or eight. Mm. So I'm cooking and then... Do you eat dinner at seven or eight? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I have to because I don't eat before my night classes. Yeah. I don't eat a dinner before my night classes. So it's all veggies. Mm-hmm. I usually don't do like a hearty protein. Like sometimes I'll do a fish, but it's just too much for me to digest yeah. before bed. And yeah, I'm not really watching a lot of TV, just like Netflix yeah. shit when I can. No Teves. And I only uh, watch TV if Justin makes me. I do like, I mean, I I, oh. sh- I have to be watching TV for what I do. You but, know what's a good show? Hmm. Hold on. The The Defiant Ones. The Defiant so Ones. So rad. Yo, that's so rad. It's okay. the story of Dr. Dre and then his business partner who selling Beats by Dre to Apple. So good. Highly recommend. Amazing. You should watch it. Dilly would watch it. I will, yeah. Let's get him, convince him. 
Let's do one more question. Should we do one more? One more question. One more question from the groupie. One more question from the groupie. Oh, supplements. Someone asked Madison. Madison Feldman, shut up. Shout out. I meant to say shout up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up, guys. <laughs> um, supplements that we take, um, what we actually take. So um, you, my supplement game is on effing point. So when I'm having my 10 a.m. meal, I only take supplements with when I'm eating food. I'll have CLA. I take CLA, conjunctured, conjunctulated you know, linoleic acid. This is helps for fat loss. So Google that. It's amazing. Um, I take Daily Cleanse from Hum. I take Red Carpet from Hum. I take Here Comes the Sun from Hum. I take uh, this medicine for adrenal fatigue that I will link in the show notes. I get from Amazon. I take Rodila, R-H-O-D-I-L-A for my hormone support. I take Bladder Whack for hormone support and I take Kelp for hormone support. Um, and that's sort of my arsenal for my vitamins, but I take those every day in the morning. And I also sometimes take... BCAAs if I'm feeling sore from a workout. Mm-hmm. I know. I saw your pill box today. It's insane. I love a good pill box. Me too, dude. I fucking love a pill box. Yeah. It's actually, it's so, it's so satisfying. Yeah. I'm like, take it all. Yeah. For me, I am still on my collagen kick. So you can get that at Home Nutrition for sure. It has not only helped my skin, hair, nails, like, tenfold like I notice in my skin if I'm not taking it for a few days I notice it yeah but also taking from home I take the daily cleanse I take the red carpet I take the gut instinct the flatter me um the moody bird during my period um and ew you okay and then yeah BCAAs I take for uh it just it's just too much. I'm like working out Yeah, too much. you got to take BCAs. Um, and then I just pop a Zanny when I want to chill. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Ha ha. Ha ha. Um, Big Willie Styles all in it. Ha <laughs> 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 Getting jiggy wet. I feel like the ha ha is Jay-Z. Ha ha. Oh yeah, Jay-Z is easy. He goes, ha. <laughs> but then. Hova. Hova. But then Will Smith is like, ha ha, ha ha. Damn, I'm white. Wow, I'm white. <laughs> okay, this is a question that a lot of people had, and our good friend Krista, Krista, C H R I S D A Collins, had would love to hear how you juggle your full time job with blogging, podcasting, side hustling. Um, and then Julie asked, would love to hear about your day job. Bryn, Samantha, Miranda, all the babes wanted us to talk about juggling a full-time job with blogging and podcasting or doing all of the things. Um, So how do I do this? How do I balance this? I think a lot of what I am able to get done, I can attribute to a short amount of time in my decision-making. So I don't think about things a lot. So I think a lot of people take a lot of time to think about, you know, so if you say you, as an example, you wanted to start a blog. Okay. I really want to start a blog. Okay. Um, okay. Now I've got to like create a strategy behind it. Okay. And this is like what I'm going to do. And like, okay. And I'm going to like write down in my notebook, everything I want to do and like, blah, blah. Like, no, you just got to do it. You just literally need to like do whatever it is that you need to do. So when I have to like today, 
I spent, you know, I was working my nine to five. I did all of that, but also too, I needed to, we did an interview for, with another podcast, the wow podcast. And then I also needed to respond to a bunch of almost 30 emails. And I also needed to respond to a bunch of brand emails for hundred blogs. So I really just don't take a lot of time and think about what it is that I need to do. I'll definitely make my list of things, but it it seems overwhelming when you when you put it all together and if you're taking things as, as a mm. giant chunk. So, if I'm sitting there and I'm like like as an example, I'll take 100 blog right now for 100 blog, I have three brand partnerships that I need to write posts for. I want to update my travel guide section and I want to do all of these things, but I can't think about all of those things right now i just need to think about what do i what is the absolute next step that i have to do to keep this thing moving forward and for me right now that is the one brand partnership project that is due next week so that's literally the only thing that i'm going to be thinking about as it relates to 100 blog mm-hmm. is doing that instead of thinking about and freaking out about the whole that i need to do so with podcasting and 100 blog and you know, my job. It's about taking those tiny steps and knowing that I'm in it for the long game and that it's going to take longer than I think. So if you want to have a side hustle, just take the small step to, you know, find clarity in what it is that you want to do and move forward. Don't be sitting there, you know, if you have your job and you're like, okay, I want to start a blog and I want it to be huge and I want it to be have all of these things and I want it to have all the bells and whistles and I want to do all these things that's going to overwhelm you and you just need to do the small step you know you just need to always do the small steps and a lot of how I can juggle all of these three things is because I love them and is because I feel good doing them but it's also because I don't fuck around with stuff like watching TV or a lot of time on, I don't spend any time on social media besides my posting of my Instagrams and then engaging with people that reply to me. So I don't look at anyone else's profiles really. Yeah, I definitely comment on on people's pictures that I love, but I don't look at anyone else's profile. I have no business looking at anyone else's profile. Um, what anyone else does doesn't really, you know, interest me unless I'm directly seeking it out and I want inspiration on something. Um, so I don't spend any time on social media. I make every single moment matter. So today I had an appointment at 12 and on my way to that appointment, I talked to a volunteer organization about working with the volunteer organization. So I had 20 minutes in the car when I could have been, you know, listening to music or just zoning out, but I made that time work for me by having this volunteer conversation during that time. So I always find time in my day and I oftentimes, I'm kind of ranting, but I um, play a game with myself. So if I'm coming back from my workout at 8.30, I need to start my work at nine. I'll come back. I have 30 minutes and I'm kind of like, oh, cool. Like, what can I get done in 30 minutes? Um, I'd love to clean my whole apartment, get everything set. I'd love to reply to every email in the almost 30 inbox or every email in 100 blog by the time work starts and kind of gamify my day. So I really find enjoyment in kind of like squeezing every last bit of the time that I have and finding and seeing how far I can push myself with what I could do. And I think if you see myself now, so if you see me now with the blog, the podcast and my job, it wasn't always like this. And all of these pieces sort of came together in the past year. So I didn't have all of these things working together at one time um, and they were kind of layered on in a really nice way. So I think that also has something to do with it. 
And then someone asked about my my nine to five. So for my nine to five job, I um, work in digital marketing. So the company that I work at, I'm a senior account manager and we do promotions and loyalty programs for big companies. So I work with clients from the ideation of creative campaigns like sweepstakes or like loyalty programs like Bear Essentials Loyalty Program or Sephora VIB or Starbucks for Life um, and kind of run and manage those programs with clients. It's been the best job because it's flexible. They treat you like a person. I'm obsessed with my boss. She's an angel from heaven. And I feel so grateful to be working with someone like that that's positive and kind. And I'll be completely honest that it's really nice that I don't feel so pressure to be obsessed with my job and passionate about what I'm doing because I have my two loves, which are blogging and podcasting. So I think if you have a job that you're not as jazzed about, you're not as into, um, finding a side hustle and finding a side passion will help put the pressure off of that job to be that, that thing for you, to be it for you. So finding joy in other things outside of that, you know, maybe it's travel, maybe it's a volunteer group, maybe it's starting a group of, you know, with some badass females in the area where you guys can come together and kind of like talk about certain topics every week. But if your job's not bringing you joy, find joy outside of it and will kind of take the pressure off of your job to be the end all be all for you. Yeah, so I think that that's pretty much it. So I guess my tips would be um, short time in my decision-making. I think you guys should um, connect as much as you can with yourself so you feel confident in the decisions that you're making and don't second-guess what it is that you're doing. Um, Trust your gut and your instinct and believe in um, yourself and the decisions that you're making. Yeah, I definitely make wrong decisions for sure. I've I've made a billion, but um, for the most part, I kind of trust myself and what I'm doing. And then um, to kind of cutting out those, uh, the fat with the dumb activities, like, you know, tons of time on social media or tons of time watching TV or things like that. And then three, just remembering that you're in it for the long game and that it takes a long time. So I didn't always have these three things working in my life at the same time. But through the past year, I've kind of layered them on in a nice way so that I could kind of push myself to the capacity that I am to be where I am. And then I guess last two, sorry, uh, Chloe and Lindsay. So like having Chloe on our team for almost 30 is like everything. So ask for help, ask for help ask for help. If there Mm -hmm. is something that you need help doing, you know, ask for help. And then having Lindsay with almost 30 is like, you know, takes the burden off of me for doing almost 30. So always remember that too. But that's, that's that. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Super helpful. And I think for me, I've always just had kind of a bunch of different jobs going on and they've Mm -hmm. changed throughout the years, whether it's, it was bartending and fit modeling and acting and all of that stuff. So um, for me right now, it's the podcast, it's SoulCycle, it's acting um, and fit modeling. And for me, it's similar in, in the gamify, but for me, it's, it's, understanding how each of those can help the other. So for me, um, SoulCycle has been an amazing way in which to network and connect with really 
talented, interesting, fantastic people who yep. inspire me in my acting, who inspire me um, in the podcasting. I mean, we've had a, a handful of guests who have come from, you know, my experience at Soul Cycle, and I just, I, it's fun for me to see how they can all work together. Yeah, it did, wasn't always like that with the bartending. It was very hard for me to understand how it could all work together. I did meet some of my best friends in that world, so that's mm-hmm. what came from it. But yeah, I think for me, you know, there are some days it's it's also being very uh, kind in the way that you um, understand the balance. It's not always going to be balanced. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be... Yeah, I don't think anyone would look at my life and think it's balanced. No, I don't think... But even between the fourth or five things that I'm doing, like there are going to be some weeks where it feels like all podcast. Yep. There are some weeks when it feels like, okay, like lots of, you know, acting opportunities coming up, the auditions, the this, the that. And then other weeks I'm like teaching like a motherfucker. Yep. And so normally that would stress me out, but I've gotten to a point where, you know, I'm I'm very forgiving of like the ebb and flow of things that are going on. Mostly I get stressed if people are have an opinion about it. You know mm. what I mean? Whether it's people close to me, they're like, you're teaching too much or like, yeah. you know, how do you do it? Like you've been just in the studio yeah. and it's, it's like, I, I've learned to like kind of shut that out. But yeah. um, sometimes when I'm feeling a little tired, I, I'm like, oh, you're right. You know? I know. So I think it's, it's also filtering those opinions. But but yeah, I mean, for me, writing things down has been super helpful yep. and balancing. And I'm learning, you know, through through working with Chloe and Krista, I'm learning how to organize myself. I was saying this the other day, you know, I've never had a nine to five job. So I've never, you know, worked with a scheduling system and like all yeah. this stuff. So I'm, I'm literally like a baby, like bright eyed, like, how does this work, guys? Sorry. But like, um, so I'm learning and it's really, really helpful. And I'm, I'm holding myself more accountable because they are on their shit. So it's helping me to get in that mode and be really focused and sharp and not doubt myself in the moment. And like you said, just not waste time, just do it. Mm -hmm. Like if you fuck up, okay, but like at Mm -hmm. least you're learning. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been really helpful. Just kind of throwing yourself into those learning, learning moments. And I think too, like for both of us, I think what gives me the energy is like also eating well. So I think that you 100%. you can't be doing everything you want to do if you're eating like shit. If you're drinking a bunch of caffeine and then crashing in the afternoon, you know, you're not having nourishing foods that give you the energy to do everything you want to do. So I always kind of forget about it, but me and my diet helps me to run from, you know, 6 a.m. to 9 or 10 p.m. Yeah. every night. And I think that's super important. And then it's the self-care piece. So it's the meditation, it's the journaling, um, it's the prayer, you know, it's the kind of connecting to source that also gives you that energy to make it through the day. But I really think it's like the nutrition. Like if you're 100%. not nourishing yourself, you can't, you don't have the energy. We talked about this with the Sakara Life girls. I mean, the gut health is everything yep. and it affects your mental health. Just thinking of your body, like I've been trying to do this lately where I'm like blank at the beginning of the day, right? So I'm like this, like empty body almost like a yep, container right, so yep. like how how am i going to fill it today to by the end just feel really satisfied mm. and happy and joyful and centered so like you said nutrition but also you know things i say yes to and things i say no to conversations mm-hmm. interactions that i have meetings that 
I go to or like whatever it is, literally anything and everything, you can say no and you can say yes, like you have a choice. So I think you can be really specific. So thinking of yourself as this really like um, sacred container that's going to be navigating throughout your sacred day, you know, doing things that you love and want to get done and and things that fulfill you. So treat it right, you yeah. know, in everything that you do. If you, if you are in a situation, conversation, if you're around food that is just not going to fill you up in a positive way and make you feel good, you can step away. It's mm-hmm. okay, you mm-hmm. know? And I think sometimes we just like, we stay in situations that don't make us feel good because we feel like we have to or, you know, we don't think we're worthy of stepping out, but step out. Like be very specific, be your own like gatekeeper. Like you can, you can regulate all of that. So yeah, like we always say, we don't know if we're balanced, but I think that what we know is to juggle all of these things and it, it's so fun. I have to say it's fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I am energized. I mean, hi, we're in the studio. It's 930 at night. Yeah. Um, we've both been up since yeah. crack Damn, ass. it's 9.30? Fuck. 9.20. <laughs> Damn. I know. Uh, we're leaving. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Um, so yeah. So just take care of yourself, you yep. know, and then you will be able to balance everything. Yep. And it will feel and like I, flow. Yeah. And I definitely think we sacrifice, like I sacrifice. I don't, you know, see my friends as much as I could. I don't hang out with people as much as I could. I don't do anything that's that's not going to further my life or be valuable. You know, if I see something as like, like at work, sometimes they'll be like, oh, we're doing like a happy hour or something. It's like, you know, unfortunately, like that's not really going to be valuable to me. You yeah. know, I love everyone so much, but it's not. So yeah. it's like, I'm going to say no to things that aren't going to be valuable mm-hmm. to me. So I also think doing that um, is a good one. And I also want to just bring up, so Caitlin um, Hannon had a good comment. She said, I'm interested in the divide between creative folks and those working a nine to five. One of my friends posted something the other day saying a lot of people want a stable nine to five more than they want to be successful. To me, this comment says that someone working a nine to five job is not successful or not chasing their dream. I get we're living in the world of creative people and I totally love it, but some people are happy in their stable job. I'm a civil engineer and I enjoy my work. Plus it gives me time to, extra time to enjoy other passions in my free time. I just think we should adjust that not everyone needs to quit their job to be happy. We need all types of people to keep the world running. And I love that. I think that is so, 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 so true. I mean, I know from experience when I quit my job, um, now working, you know, and now I'm working a nine to five, that um, having my nine to five makes me, you know, so happy. Having that stability, having that healthcare, having the paycheck, having the consistent communication with like a team, um, I really enjoy. And I do definitely think that the creative people are sort of like the rock stars, you know, seemingly right now. They're getting all the spotlight because it's a new area. It's a new realm. um, And social media helps them glorify the fact that they're working from home or, you know, they're able to like do you know their work on the beach or blah 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 but I think that there is definitely something to be said about the people that are working you know the stable nine to five that actually enjoy their work and are doing their thing so Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that Caitlin good one good one sister all right guys all right guys (laughs) we love you we hope you enjoy um kind of like bringing it back to just Christy and I and we Mm -hmm. love answering your questions and we're going to be doing 
you know, more solo episodes yep. kind of mixed throughout. We know you like the variety and so do we. Yeah. Um, so please send us your questions. Um, at, you know, we'll always be honest and open and raw yep. and weird with you. So yeah, more of these. We love you guys so much. Please go on to iTunes, rate and review. Yeah, please send us, write us a review. So we've been stuck at 155 and I really want to get to 200. Literally, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Do we have to whine? Yeah, guys. What do we got to do to get a review around here? Seriously. Seriously. I'm just over it. I know. Um, so go to iTunes. My dad already wrote one on his phone when I took it from him. Oh my God. Yeah, you wrote it. I wrote it. <laughs> God, they're so beautiful. So, these girls. Yeah. Um, so go on to iTunes. It's really easy. Just click write a review um, and we're right. Yeah, a it, little it honestly blurb, means a lot, It means everything. And also check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash almost 30. Um, you can become a patron. You will get a bonus episode every month. You will get our dad hat, which is the flyest thing to ever hit the freaking United States. Yeah, it's super cool, fly. man. And um, we'll also be scheduling some Google Hangouts and other things just to connect more with you. I think, you know, that's really what we want to do. So spread the word, spread the Almost 30 Nation love. We appreciate and love you so much. We would not be doing this without you. So yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, See you guys. later. All right. Peace. <laughs> Peace over. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the Almost 30 podcast. We love, love, love hearing from you. We would love for you to review on iTunes. If you visit iTunes, click write a review and give us your honest review. We love that. Um, our reviews have been so positive lately. So give us a review. It helps you. It helps us. We want to bring on more amazing guests and spread the Almost 30. 30 Nation love. And you can also become a part of Almost 30 Nation in a deeper way at patreon.com. Patreon.com slash almost 30 um, is where you can go to donate $2, $5, $10 or more a month. And you can connect with us via Google Hangouts through our bonus episodes. We give our patrons a almost 30 dad hat, which is a gorgeous jean hat with our logo on it. People have been rocking them all around the country. Um, so tag us if you do get your hat. Um, among other rewards, we're just so excited to connect with you in more ways. So patreon.com slash almost 30 and write us a review on iTunes. We love you guys. Have a great week.